Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Greetings. Hello. Oh, my gosh. What happened? It turned me off and you off. Okay. I don't know if we have to start all over or what. Uh, did you get kicked off, Richard, or what happened? I don't know. It was dead air. And I've, I've called back, and it's, it's, now we're on the – we should be on the air right now. Okay. Because uh, music played. Yeah. Okay, good. If the music played, yeah, we're live and on the air. Okay, fine. I had to – I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, you were on the radio screen in the studio in New York, and then you weren't. And is Marcy on uh, – somebody else is here. They called in. I don't know. It's all ones. Uh, uh, anybody else calling in the show? Someone's us. Hello, you're live and on the air. Uh, you want to let us know who you are? <laughs> somebody called in <laughs> round table. If it's Marcy, Marcy, you'll have to call back in on your home, uh, on your cell phone, 347-945-7207, because you're not not showing up. All right, Richard, back to you on the roundtable today. Now, Wednesday is Ascension Masters Roundtable, and uh, we are your Ascension Masters for the day. I am Teresa J. Mars with Richard T. Knight, and... We're going to have uh, Marcy Cossage call in and help us, too. She's our toning expert, but, you know, that's been around thousands of years, and they made all those old churches intentionally, and I can explain all that to you in metaphysical terms and the fluids that go up inside your cranium and inside your cerebellum and around your uh, medulla obligata, (laughs) obligata, and uh, why we call that the Christ in every 24 hours. And then every month, we're all on cycles. 
But Richard, go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, and hopefully we won't all get kicked off again. I don't know who did it or what did it, but I apologize, folks. This doesn't sound perfectly in sync based on one, two, three, but you know what? Fifth Dimension isn't about that anymore anyway, but we're going to do our best to make sense today. Richard, tonight, I know that people know who you are in some circles. How would you say you are Richard T. Knight with us since February? Oh, well, I'm Pastor Rich for the uh, Ascension Church Ohana, which, of course, Ohana is a Hawaiian word for family gathering. And uh, in addition to that, I'm, uh, I wear hundreds of hats. Uh, I'm very well educated, uh, hopefully eloquently spoken at least part of the time. Um, I have doctorates in theology, divinity, religious science, and metaphysics. And, of course, today we normally gather around to discuss metaphysics, which is the humongous umbrella that covers everything that's paranormal, supernatural, and everything else under the sun, basically speaking. Um, So I am uh, a colleague with Ms. Teresa J. Morris, and uh, she and I have founded the Ascension Church Ohana, and we're coming to you live. And uh, it's boots on the ground, and that's pretty much where we're at. Uh, I'm here to answer questions. I'm here to discuss things. I'm here to delve into topics of of major and minor interests and so forth. That's me in a nutshell. Okay. Well, folks, (laughs) I, I have American Communications Online as my main company. And uh, with that, I have brands for different companies and are doing business as, if, as we say, in the world. But uh, with Richard and I, we are going to hopefully keep meeting and having a roundtable so we can connect you to our journal as well if you're interested in any of our topics, and we will delve into them. And uh, some people may be calling in from Canada and otherwise, so... I apologize if I embarrassed you and put you on the air, but I was expecting Marcy Cossage to call in and uh, have to remind her to call in and use her cell phone. So, folks, we've got the simplest setup you could possibly imagine for people that want to call in, uh, and they prefer us to do psychic readings so they can be part of the shows, which I guess we'll do on Thursdays and possibly Saturdays. But for today, it is metaphysical institute and we are going to be setting up a journal for our whole life and what we call health and wellness but basically i want to market the words what we call integrative medicine now and i have not briefed richard on any of this and this is just coming to us to have a roundtable discussion now what we're going to do is have a conversation we're not reading off of script And we are training because in our group, the original Psychic Awakening classes and the Invisible College and the Ascended Masters, they have taught us many things, and they've been checking in on us lately. So I have uh, some Ascension Masters that I'm starting to meet and uh, show themselves. And now uh, let me read you a little bit about the Ascension. No, excuse me. Richard's going to have to help me. Between the Ascension and uh, I wrote books on the Ascension, so people are starting to find those. So uh, we're going to teach what I teach, 
But let me just tell you about since Easter, the Ascended Masters have been checking on their uh, spokespeople, I guess one might say, the Ascended Masters and who they are. So uh, I'll just, I'm going to do everybody a favor and try not to be biased in theosophy and go to Ascended Masters. So Richard, if you don't mind, it's short. May I read this to just help people generically listening to us to know what the Ascended Masters are using sure. unbiased? I, guess. I, I think Wikipedia, because of the way that all the people, and I do pay a little money every year into Wikipedia, but uh, this will give you a little better understanding of esoterics. But the Ascended Masters is the Ascension, is Ascended Master teachings of a number of movements, okay, movements in the theosophical tradition. So they're believed to be spiritually enlightened beings who in past incarnations were ordinary humans, but who have undergone a series of spiritual transformations originally called initiations. Now both Mahatma or Mahatma, if you remember um when I was a kid, it was rice. <laughs> so a lot of you may Mahatma, Waterman. <laughs> anyway, both Mahatma and Ascended Master are terms used in the Ascended Master teachings. So Ascended Master is based on the theosophical concept of the Mahatma or Masters of the Ancient Wisdom. However, Mahatmas and Ascended Masters are believed some to differ in certain respects. According to the Ascended Master teachings, a master, in quotes, commoner, in quotes, shaman, in quotes, or spiritual master, in quotes, is a human being who has taken the fifth initiation and is thereby capable of dwelling in the fifth dimension. Now, the teachings hold that an Ascended Master, in quotes, is a human being who has taken the sixth initiation, also referred to as ascension, and is thereby believed to be capable of dwelling in the sixth dimension. The term, in quotes, ascended master, was first used by Baird T. Spaulding in 1924 in his series of books. Life and Teachings of the Masters of the Far East by Divorce and Company, Godfire Ray King by Guy Ballard, and further popularized this concept of spiritual masters who had once lived on the earth in his book, Unveiled Mysteries. So today for Ace Metaphysical Institute, we'll be discussing theosophy and the Ascended Masters, and the Origins, because we are also a Folk Life Society for Art, Culture, and Education. So we have archivists and historians, and uh, the origins of the original Theosophical Society was Helena Blavatsky in the 19th century, and she actually brought attention to the secret initiatory knowledge by claiming her basis uh, her ideas actually were based on the traditions taught to her by her group of highly enlightened yogis, which she called the Mahatmas or masters 
of the ancient wisdom. So these Mahatmas, she claimed, were physical beings living in the Himalayas and that they usually understood as Tibet. Now, I have some knowledge of all of that, and being that I've got past lives in Tibet, but now I'm going to turn it over to Richard to give you his best understanding because he's done the best he could keep up with universal life living as a universal life pastor and being in the I am presence, which they also adhere to as the ascended master teachings, which they use the individualized presence of the most living God and mighty called the I am presence of the essence of the natural and nature's God and God is life and love manifest. And the seven octaves of the creating universes through individual divine identities. Now we've got some YouTubes out there with the seven levels and the seven colors that we'll be putting teams together on the several universal levels that embody individuals. And they have the uh, outer expression of the God self and form. And they say it's our unique and immortal true identity. You're always sharing in the allness of the one God. So a characteristic of the students of these Ascended Master teachings is the use of God's creative name in quotes, I am. So that decree has uh, various affirmations to invoke how the force of light of God comes, the blessing of life the perfect divine solution, and the magic presence. And there's a whole thing that we can maybe read later if Richard wants. But I think that that's enough of sharing from uh, Wikipedia, letting you know that you know, that's just unbiased, and we use this in cyberspace culture. So, Richard, I don't see Marcy. Maybe she come on, maybe she won't. But the round table is... Losing you. Back to you, Richard. Nobody else. All right. Here. Um, well, I would add on the subject a very well-known book that has probably been in publication since 1940. It uh, was written by Manley P. Hall, and it is called The Secret Wisdom of All Ages. And uh, this was a rather thick book of probably about 400 pages. Um, it was published uh, by a press that is now known as Red Dragon. Uh, where originally it used to be uh, uh, by another name, which I don't happen to recall at the moment. But anyway, uh, the secret teachings are all universal truths, and they were spread around by uh, ancient ones or those who, who presided in Shambhala, and, which is located somewhere near Tibet. And basically, an, uh, an ascended master is one that may or may not have been physically incarnated. Uh, those who physically incarnated, allegedly had uh, possibly hundreds of lives or even thousands of lives in which they became compassionate and merciful beings, and therefore by understanding the true hidden wisdom of the ancients, they basically ascended in form and therefore were divinely gifted with all kinds of supernatural abilities and also... Um, all kinds of paranormal abilities are what we would look upon now as paranormal abilities, and also, of course, psychic abilities as well. Um, so anyway, Manly P. Hall, of course, he goes into a diverse number of topics and a, and a diverse uh, number of histories in regards to culture and traditions and so on and so forth. And 
it's a very, very good book. I, I highly recommend it. Of course, it may or may not be out of, out of print at the, at the moment. But anyway, to bring things down, okay, the Ascended Masters, there are those that actually never actually incarnated as human beings at all. And they are the gifted ones, and they reside somewhere either between the sixth and the eighth dimensions. And basically, they are uh, bodhisattvas, and they are altruistic individuals that are here to assist mankind as mankind attempts for now the third, it's either the third or the fourth final time in their ascension process. Um, I refer, of course, to the ages of the Kali Yuga, which is. Uh, uh, Hindu mysticism practice, um, and, and basically it betolls uh, 50,000 years in a span, and previously mankind has reached this epic turning point where basically they, they were remanded by divine source of all whether to make a choice as to whether they were going to ascend into the fifth dimension or if in fact they were going to remain in the third. And on previous occasions, they had chose to remain in the third. Now, of course... Please understand that everyone is in the right place under divine plan and under divine timing through the source of all which created us all in the first place. So you, you never sit in judgment of anyone and say, well, you know, you're a bad person because you're, you're residing in 3D and you do not want to move forward. It may be that that given individual has many lessons yet to learn in 3D, and therefore that is the reason of their understanding, and that is as to where they are at and where they need to progress to next. Uh, those of us who have, in fact, chosen to live in the 5D are already in the process of transiting to that particular pinnacle point or dimension or have already transpired there all the way. Um, it's interesting that, of course, when we go talking about dimensions themselves, the only difference or separation between dimensions is both frequency and vibration. So when you start talking music and you start talking colors, again, you are talking frequency and vibration. And, of course, uh, the ancient wisdom, of course, teaches that sound is a very, very important thing uh, in regards to being able to change and be, being able to summons and being able to evoke and invoke and all of these various principles of magic, which, of course, is, again, an illustrious science that has been around for thousands and thousands of years and practiced in all kinds of traditions all over the world as mankind has progressed as a race in all of these various locations all around the world to get to where we are now. So an ascended master is one that is basically an enlightened or illumined being. And such examples would be, of course, Christ, uh, who was uh, the divine son of God incarnate. Uh, his illumined message was that, you know, you could – you could come and join the source of God through his teachings and through the mercy and compassion of his heart. Then, of course, you have St. Germain, and St. Germain is the keeper of the violet flame. And St. Germain's violet flame is well known because it is the source of transformation as well as transmutation. And the difference between the two is one affects the formative body, and the other one is the process by which the various forms are actually established by transmuting from one form into another. So, uh, that being said, uh, there are a great many other ascended masters. Uh, all of the great teachers and prophets down through the ages have, it has been uh, said that, in fact, they are uh, 
you know, ascended masters. Of course, then we also have saints in the Christian tradition, and we have, uh, like Teresa was sharing, Mahatmas or ascended ones in uh, Tibet and, and other places. And they have the ability, basically, I guess you could say, to have direct link or direct conscious awareness of God consciousness. So in other words, it's like uh, they, they are illumined because they are constantly in the stream of God's awareness. And so because of that, that separates them and, and certainly sends them apart from a regular average human being. Um, most, of course, the saints and, and others were proclaimed saints uh, after they were dead or had already transited onto the other side. Uh, so they were posthumously appointed saints. Uh, there have been a few in recent history that, in fact, were declared saints while they were still alive. Uh, Mother Teresa was one, of, one such person um, who gave her life to charity in Africa. Um, Gandhi was considered uh, a, at least an illumined being or at least an illumined philosopher, per se, simply because of his strides and his Nobel Prize for peace on a world glo or global um, consideration. And there have been all kinds of various illuminaries from all kinds of different traditions and all kinds of different cultures. And again, and again you know, um, they are all considered ascended masters. Now, um, we need to understand that the base practice in, a, in attuning oneself to one higher self or one gaining spiritual consciousness or spiritual awareness of their true physical their, their true spiritual being is that that's a meditation okay so in other words it's when one shuts down the outward senses and quiets the mind from all of the conversations that we have within our own minds and of course slows down our attention span and refocuses it from outside of us to being inward towards us uh, we discover that we have many attunements and many gifts and that we are a whole lot greater being than we have ever been programmed or conditioned to believe that we are because naturally when we come into this world we accept ourselves as physical beings living in a human world when in actuality we are spiritual beings having a human experience so with that said of course that expands out in all different directions um, you know we have the, the psychic senses uh, which have been greatly studied and greatly written about and there have been many people that have come forth that have in fact test been scientifically tested and proven in, in so many in so many different ways to actually be gifted psychically um, and, and everyone has these gifts the question is whether you wish to give yourself permission to develop such gifts or not and so the same is with the, is also true with the path of ascension now, of course, a prophecy has already been in the process of fulfilling, and that is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, and with the age of Aquarius also enters into, into the fifth dimension. And, of course, on prior, prior conversations, we distinguish the, three, the third dimension as being the human reality and material world that we each live in and we each participate in on a daily basis. The fourth is transit, transitory station of or dimension through which our vibration raises, our consciousness expands to a certain extent, and that in turn we are more well aware of the greater picture of life and existence, not only here on Earth, but also in our galaxy and outwardly in our cosmos and into our universes and all of that kind of thing. And again, 
It is through stillness that one achieves pure knowledge or what, what, is, what is spoken of as inner knowing. So that one gets uh, arrives at a state of being where all they have to do is ask a question, and the question is instantaneously answered. And I, I would presume that the one answering the question is either their higher self, an ascended master, or even the source of us all, that being God themselves as well. So uh, you transit through the fourth dimension, and you're raising your vibration, and you're raising your frequency. Now, you have to understand that while all this is going on, Mother Earth or Gaia has been doing the same thing because she finally got to a point where she said, no, I am not going to allow myself to become encumbered in such a manner that the, the harmony of my planet or my outward self has become plagued by all kinds of imbalances, such as the atmosphere, such as uh, plant life and tree life and the forests and all and the and the oceans that cover her and all of the mining and all of the stripping away of the rainforests and all of these various things have all set mother nature into an imbalance to a large extent and that's why you see uh, a greater um uh, of uh, tornadoes and hurricanes and volcanoes and earthquakes and tsunamis these are all attempts or reminders or even warnings one could say that the earth is dissatisfied with what man is doing to the earth as the stewards of the earth so therefore you could say in a manner of speaking a dual timeline has been created in other words it's not that this 3d earth has completely ceased to exist what has happened is a 5d earth has been simultaneously created alongside it and the reason that most people don't understand or feel it is because it's in the fifth dimension. So you have to expand beyond the fourth dimension and get into the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension, of course, allows you to have all kinds of spiritual powers and to live life spiritually on a far higher frequency and level than we do currently in our materialistic world. So that gives a brief, a brief uh, synopsis of what frequencies, vibrations, and dimensions are. Of course, uh, there is no telling exactly how many they are. When I was last briefed or given to understand, I was beholding 28 of them. But there could be thousands for all I know. You know, I mean, I'm only, I only uh, offer what little knowledge that I have based upon experience and gained wisdom over many, many paths and many, many lifetimes and many, many traditions, initiations, and so forth. Um, and, of course, there are lots of wisdom schools out and about. And, again, even the wisdom schools have been predicting that, yes, mankind is going to come to a gap, what you would call. In other words, 3D is going to get up to, like, X point, and it will no longer be able to go forward past that point because past that point will be the fourth dimension and past that point will be the fifth dimension. And this is the true understanding of the Aztec calendar because the Aztec calendar predicted that mankind would cease as they then were, okay? So when we started entering into uh, 2010 and beyond, um, we were rewriting our entire reality in a manner of speaking. Now, of course, you have to understand once again that we are multidimensional spiritual beings of energetic consciousness we are unlimited in form and we are unlimited in understanding we are unlimited in knowledge and we are unlimited 
in regards to having freedom, okay? Now, when our spiritual essence decides to encompass itself with a human body or a carbon-based unit, as Teresa loves to put it, um, then in turn, of course, some uh, most people oftentimes forget who they are and why they are here or where they came from or any of that. Now, I fortunately had the good... Uh, the good grace or the good gift or what have you, that when I came into this life, I was very much aware of who I was and where I came from and all this. And, of course, because of early on traumas in my early childhood, that was exactly why I retained that knowledge so that in turn, in times of crises, despair, and, you know, things of that nature, I could cling directly to Mother and Father God and they more or less were my parents, and they schooled me and helped me to understand that even though I'm in a physical reality, I am not completely affected by that physical reality. Now, yes, I have a human body just as much as you do, okay? And yes, I have limitations in the physical. However, I can also do a great many things in the physical body that a lot of people cannot. And again, it's simply because you have not given yourself permission to do so, okay? None of us are greater, none of us are lesser. I mean, I'm just as much a student as a teacher, you know, and I, and I don't, you know, I wouldn't be at all surprised um, if I'm not currently already being schooled as it is because I have a lot of catching up to do, and it seems to, to be that that's always the case, okay? One can never, ever uh, quench the thirst for knowledge. One can never become so wise that they don't understand that they have a complete and total understanding of all the creation on all of its menu, multi levels and, and multiple universes and, and multiple dimensions and multiple beings throughout creation. Because creation is a very very humongous place. It is just it, it, it's it stretches far beyond our our wildest imagination. Now, of course, we also have to understand that. Since we are the spiritual beings first, that we also come in as um, guided and protected in a lot of ways. In other words, you know, some would say that you have a guardian angel. Others would say, would say that you have a healing team. Others, others would say that, you know, you have your higher self, which is like the go-between between the pure essence of your spirit and your physical, mental acuity in regards to your physical awareness and conscious mind in your in your mental self here while you're a human being so uh with all this said i mean you know that that just says that yes you uh, are to put spirit first and humanity or your human self second so you build our our human selves build our world around our relatives such as our parents our siblings uh you know, our, our grandparents, uncles and aunts and all these folks, well, they all contribute energy and share an energy on an on emotional and mental level with us so that in turn we create a world that is contributed by them and yet created by us. And the same is true outwardly when you create a job that you want to do or rather you are proposed a job that you want to fulfill, as is most cases, um, those interactions, and, and that all creates a part of your world. And then in turn, if you want to become educated, again, that becomes a part of your world. And if you want to get into counseling or you want to get into exploring anything, whether it be sports or whether it be 
any anything that that's out here in, in our world. Okay, if you want to explore any of it, that then in turn plays a part in your self-created world. And then, of course, you would say outside of that is the mass consciousness of our entire race. So we share a consciousness on a race level, and it is that consciousness on a race level that has provided the energy to create all that we see around us. In other words, all of the houses and all the buildings and the cars and the trucks and the airplanes, all of these things have been created by mankind as a human conscious or a race level. All right? So we have our own individual world, and that individual world in turn is transpiring outwardly with the world that is focused around us by the entirety of our consciousness as a race. And so then in turn, you know, you step out of the 3D world, which is our material existence, which is what I've just described to you, all right, and into the fourth dimension, and therefore you raise your vibration and you raise your your essence and you raise your amount of awareness and you expand your consciousness and you become more and more aware and more and more in sync with the spiritual essence that is the authentic you that is housed within this human body and not purely just a human body with an ego and a, and a personality and a you know consciousness per se and awareness within the realm of material experience anyway so anyway the, the fourth dimension, like I said, is an expansion of your awareness, and yes, your vibration does rise to a certain extent, and of course, your frequency also rises to a certain extent. Then you transit into the fifth dimension, and I keep returning us to the fifth dimension simply because, in a manner of speaking, we're already there, okay? All of this prophecy is already in the process of being fulfilled. So you could say that Gaia, Mother Earth, has already created an Earth that is similar to what actually transpired or was was in existence back at the time whenever however long ago the garden of eden was as a reference okay in other words completely an eco ecosystem untouched or unscathed by man uh the beings that walked the earth at that time uh were innocent and naive to an extent in the fact being that they were not overwhelmed by all that surrounded them okay and so as a result they were more spiritual in essence, and it was very familiar for them to hear the voice of God and to have conversations with God one-on-one. -on -one. So, this being the case, this is already in existence in the fifth dimension. So what's going to happen probably over the next hundred years, because all of these cycles and all these changes take a good while to transpire, all right? And again, I emphasize, no one is ever left behind per se, because everyone is in the right place at the right time for their path or journey of spirituality, okay? So, as a human being, of course, we all run our journey and our paths, and we all go through all kinds of uh, trauma, and we all go through all kinds of suffering, and we go through all kinds of experience, and we all, uh, all kinds of joy, and all kinds of ecstasy, and all kinds of bliss, and all kinds of uh, points of aha moments, and deja vu, and all of these various things, and that all encompasses us pretty much as a human being, other than, like I said, exploring all that we can encumber as a mass consciousness as the race of man. And when you talk about that, that's quite a bit of knowledge in and of itself. But when you achieve your vibratory frequency rate to the fourth dimension, then in turn you have expanded your awareness. 
When you move into the fifth dimension, your awareness is expanded even more, and your vibratory rate and frequency have expanded or moved on even further. Okay? I'm not absolutely certain other than to say that by the time, if you manage to reach the seventh dimension and you still are physically incarnate, you are on the same level as those that have passed over into what we preconceive as heaven or the other side or uh, Valhalla or uh, the Elysium and, and so on and so forth, many, many other places. But basically the point is that they exist in a realm that has no direct connection between our material world and their world. Yet at the same time, you have to understand that no one really dies because there is no such thing as death to that which is immortal, okay? We are mortal beings, so therefore our bodies can die in that they, you know, become encumbered with disease or they age out or, you know, some, some unfortunate accident or trauma or tragedy happens to befall them or, you know, basically you could say in a manner of speaking, God calls you home. When God calls you home, you do in fact transit to the seventh dimension, okay? So all of these beings and loved ones that have left us behind or gone away from us, in fact, are not very far from us at all. Uh, they, are, they have only ascended from the ex expectation that they have transited through one frequency vibration to another frequency vibration to another frequency vibration until they arrived at the seventh dimension, which, of course, is four dimensions removed from our everyday experience, which is why, unless, of course, you have given yourself permission to see spirits and to have dialogue with spiritual entities and to listen to ascended masters and be counseled by all those who are of other dimensions, um, they are going to appear to be non-existent to you. However, I assure you that if you sit here and you, and you begin a dialogue with your mom or your dad or your loved ones, such as your husband or your wife, or any siblings or even children that have passed over to the seventh dimension, rest assured that they hear you in the expression of the sentiment and your emotion that you are expressing towards them. And that's in turn, okay, they not only hear you, but they also see you, and they can even take a role of watching over you from the moment they pass into the seventh dimension until they come back round, basically speaking. In other words, I believe that on, in the seventh dimension, we review all that we have done and all that we have been through in the life that we just experienced here on earth. And then we must in turn make a decision as to whether or not we need to come back again to learn more things or experience more things, or if in fact we are going to be free from the earth or no longer committed as a human or carbon-based unit. If that's the case, then you would basically be a spiritual entity and you could become someone's guardian angel. You could become someone's spirit guide. You could become, uh, if, you, if you so chose, uh, after a great deal of learning and a great deal of transition, uh, you could become an ascended master. Or you could become a bodhisattva. Or you could become an avatar. All of these are labels of, of enlightened beings that have far more abilities than would be considered the norm or dwelling within the regular physical world. So... To say that we have already ascended is, of course, a play on words because we're still in the process. And we're going to be in the process for at least probably another 100 years, maybe less, maybe more. It all depends on the given individual because we are each unique individuals traveling upon a, a spiritual journey. And our spiritual journey determines when we go home 
or when we raise our frequency and vibrations to the extent that in turn we transit from the third dimension into the fourth dimension into the fifth dimension and possibly even in the seventh dimension now i'm not absolutely certain as to whether or not beings in the seventh dimension actually walk upon the earth at the same time residing in the seventh dimension i would believe that anything and everything is possible simply because you know there are saints that are cited uh there's the holy mother the 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 virgin mary is cited in the clouds and cited at times to walk among men uh there is christ of course cited and at times christ is cited to walk among men um and of course uh, there is uh, various other saints and various other ascended masters who actually do corporeally, for the most part, actually energetically form a body so that they can be perceived by those of us still mulling around in our 3D corporeal selves and actually uh, converse with us and give us knowledge and wisdom and insights and all that kind of stuff. To say that we are in the ascension age is an absolute must, okay? Simply because we have decided as a human race, at least to some extent, that this is in fact the uppermost desire or the uppermost wish we wish to fulfill. And as a result of that, then in turn, you know, uh, we're going to transit there. And so you could say that, you know, that there's a there's a humongous train that is going through uh, all the things that, you know, uh, that is going through our entire world. And, of course, everybody's being welcomed aboard. And as they get aboard, they're transiting into the fourth and then in turn the fifth dimension. And who knows? The train, is, is I'm sure, would have the destination of the fifth dimension. But then in turn, you know, the train may go on into the sixth and the seventh dimension for all I know. But you see, we are only limited by our own uh, aspects of limitation. In other words, once we decree that we have set an obstacle before ourselves and that we cannot overcome that obstacle, that obstacle becomes so tantamount that you cannot overcome it. Whereas if you also go out from the aspect or perspective and say, well, okay, I understand that this obstacle is here before me, but I'm either going to go around it, through it, over it, or under it, then I assure you, you will go through that obstacle, and that obstacle will melt away and will no longer be an obstacle. Okay? The same is, the same is true with mindset in regards to our physicality. Okay? If you want to... Um, come at things from a positive perspective, then you can expect positive repercussions and positive events and positive synchronicities and all kinds of this nature to just come flowing towards you. Whereas if you're negative and you're always being counterproductive and you're being very negative towards yourself and others, then again, you can expect to encounter nothing but negative events. So, you know, I mean, and again, this is a transition process, okay? I mean, you know, all of us uh, get inundated by all kinds of negativity from all different kinds of perspectives, and we get overwhelmed at times by trauma and, uh, you know, tragic occurrences and all this kind of thing, and it takes a bit of time to recover. So at first, you may start out as not necessarily negative, but not necessarily positive, but somewhere kind of in the middle. And then you get swayed or pulled back and forth like a pendulum into either the more positive or either the more negative until finally you find a balance between the two and you stride along in the middle. 
And this is what we call the observer, okay? Because the observer is neither moved by the greatly positive nor moved by the greatly negative. Instead, they are not swayed in either way because everything that they see going on around them actually comes, in the, comes at them like a movie screen. In other words, they see themselves acting as an actor on a stage or interacting with other persons and other persons interacting in situations and all kinds of things of that nature interacting with them. But at the same time, they are not... Uh, severely impressed, emotionally moved, or mentally stirred to necessarily react to that given circumstance. Instead, they have an optimal choice as to whether they will react, and if so, to what degree. And that's what I call the observer. So, if again, if you are swayed more towards a positive mindset, and you are constantly thinking positive thoughts, and you have just said that instead of seeing a glass half full, you now see, or a glass half empty, you now see it as half full. And instead of seeing people as being possibly, you know, uh, negative or possibly having some kind of hidden agenda towards you or something, if you look at everyone as positive and give them the benefit of the doubt as having good within them, then again, you see, that is a more positive outlook. And the more positive outlook you can transit into the better your life will become because you are soliciting vibrations and frequencies from the universe of a higher origin. And the higher the frequency and vibration, the better the, the circumstance and the better the situation comes forward unto you. So that's where we're at. We're in the Ascension Age. And uh, Teresa and I have created, of course, the Ascension Church Ohana, which has thrown open its doors to everybody on, of any path, of any intellect, of any creed of any tradition including even extraterrestrials <laughs> excuse me so of course uh, as a result of that we are offering all kinds of different educations or different reminder sessions one could say because I like to think of it as well you know I don't I'm not really teaching someone rather I'm bringing them to the awareness of something they already knew for knew within themselves to begin with. And I would hope that that would also be true when I encounter my teachers and so forth, that they are raising an awareness within me of something that I already knew. Because it's that way, because instead of being brand new, it feels like it's very familiar. And because it's very familiar, there's little or no resistance to it. So that's the advantage of, you know, being familiar with something and not being familiar with something. And of course, in turn, uh, something fully from your heart, your mind, and your spirit, or overanalyzing it and overthinking it to the extent that, you know, it, it may serve you in a good way or it may serve you in a negative way, in which case it really doesn't serve you at all. So we are constantly juggling, you could say. We have positive events which affect us positive, positively, and then we have negative events that affect us negatively, and then we kind of uh, juggle between the two because we don't want to be caught up in either scenario per se, and yet at the same time, when your vibration and frequency rises, you no longer differentiate between the negative and the positive, because your vibration and frequency sees all as simply the energetic uh, inter interactions between energetic bodies, energetic selves, energetic frequencies, energetic vibrations. So it's like you're, you're looking through a different set of spectacles, in a manner of speaking. 
you're seeing you're seeing things from an entirely different perspective and by seeing them in an entirely different perspective you are awakening more and more to become your more authentic self which of course is the multidimensional being of light and energy and consciousness that you truly are any comments Teresa hello anyway uh, that's that's where things are at and uh, hopefully my co-host and, and colleague will be joining <laughs> us here there she is all right I was talking to you but I didn't realize I didn't only have you on mute on my phone but I had you on mute on the board uh, Marcy Kosich has joined us so Marcy would you like to uh, introduce yourself hello can't hear her can you hear me Richard yeah I hear you that's her number seven seven five three hundred right yeah there she goes were you on double yep. mute too? Yeah. I have you I on, think I had on the phone no what what's the subject for today I know Richard was talking about ascension uh, yeah, we've got the Theosophy Ascension, Richard, tonight, so I'll put you on here. Uh, the Ascension Age that we're in now, uh, let's see, let me read it to you, Marcy. It says, Ascension Age Movement of American Communication Online sponsors ACE Metaphysical Institute. Wednesday is Ascension Masters Roundtable. Uh, not ascended, ascension. We will conduct world oh, no. webinars. Oh, no. I got that <laughs> Okay, ascension, vibrations, sounds, pyramids, ancient right. cultures. We will begin speechcraft for divining crystal skulls and world science with Psychic University. Tracks for the future seminars, aliens, ET, cosmology, Integrative Medicine, Ancient Wisdom, New Thought Teachings. We share seven levels of seven universes as the sun of 25,900 years travels through the stars and the 12 signs of these zodiacs. Honorary Ascension Masters support unconditional love and light. We are sharing divining and how to use 3D tools and resources. We support our baby boomers, veterans, Spiritual Science Groups, and UAP Associates. UAP Association will be asking for groups by state state in the USA to recommend a spokesperson for our UAP Association directory. So uh, anything in there, it sounds, pyramids, whatever. So I'm going to mute, but you've got to introduce yourself because I don't. And Richard, we'll do a roundtable. And the three of us started this roundtable, so it's, I'm going to mute because I know all three of us will just confuse everybody. But I'm I'm right here. I just, give me a minute when you say okay, TJ. We would like you to comment or something. I'm I'm listening, but I'm going to mute. Go ahead, Kim. Okay. Mar- Hi, my name is Marcy. I work on energy. I do psychokinesis. I bring my book Theta, which has to do with overcoming like what Richard was talking about, all my blocks, all my negativity, all my fear, all my shame, all my guilt, to come into more of alignment and balance. The more we're in align, the more that Richard was talking about, we could be centered. And we could be one little notch off, and that will throw our energy off. 
So with these energies or dimensions, which is levels of consciousness, there are many dimensions. And so as we raise our frequency, we get more and more dimensions, we get more and more energies, we get more and more guides who will, kind of like in the energy, the way I look at like the Horton hears a who. So as Richard and I have been working together, we have been getting higher and higher guides and higher and higher masters. So a lot of times we'll start conversations and then they'll know that we're talking. And with several of my other friends, the same thing, where they'll come in and start doing tones, which I do tones through me. So we will get, like like Rachel would say, old Aztec energies, high vibrational spaceships. They will hear the frequencies that's on the earth grid on, on who and what we are. So as we raise that tone, that sound, because we all have a soul sound, then, then it gets higher and higher. So that's part of the ascension, the energy. That's what Christ wanted to do. And it's the Christ consciousness. So they don't deal with religion. They deal with working through our energies to release old past lives, post-traumatic, energy, inner child, all these blocks and layers, they start off kind of like as we feel things, they're like black diamonds. As we we suppress more and more, it gets more and more solidified to a certain part of the body, which causes disease, which is on the emotional and the mental level of our bodies. The photons is the light in our body as we release dark energy or heavy energy, then we get the crystalline energy. So that's a mouthful for right now. I don't know if Richard wants to comment on that at all, because he and I get into these heavy discussions on it. <laughs> true that, Marcy, true that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, that – the base understanding is what everybody needs to grasp because basically, like we said, you know, it's it's a matter of choice and it's a matter of calling. It's a matter of uh, just deciding that this is something you want to undertake. And there are, oh, goodness, uh, the cycles that we go through, uh, the experiences that we've had, the releases that we release uh, just makes us lighter and lighter. In, in, on an energetic basis, which in turn begins to uh, activate, you could say, our spiritual yeah. DNA. Yeah. And all of this kind of thing. And, and, you know, we just get lighter and lighter until we transit from, you know, our purely physical body to our, theory, to our mental body, to our etheric body, to our light body, to our diamond body. And then beyond that, of course, who knows? I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm, I am a wellspring of knowledge, but then again, you know, there are lots of things that I would have to delve into almost like a, uh, an altered state of consciousness in order to expound upon. Marcy? Well, I, I was thinking about like metaphorically, because when I do energy work, because I I'm, was told when I was 21, I do psychokinesis. And then when I was 25, somebody did tones on me, and then I have now incorporated my clairvoyance, my clairvoyance, my clairsentience, my tones, and the psychokinesis. And so as I continually work on myself, there was a taxi driver that would see me all the time at the casino. 
and they would go, you lose, you lost weight. We have physical weight. When I work on people with crystals, the crystal will get heavy. I would be the same weight physically, but you'll walk into a room and you'll feel like somebody has like a pigtail aura. You know, it's heavy. It, it's, it's down. You the, you get around them. You feel um, suck energy as far as what's going on. As we raise our vibration, and it's like with the moth to flame, those negative energies or entities, um, they they burn. They can't affect us. But if we have some type of dense energy with us, then it's almost like a mirroring that we do to them or they do to us of stuff we need to work through. They're, they're, Richard, they're back wanting me to do tones again. <laughs> I got to finish my sentence this time. Um, but it raises the vibration. And one of the people I worked on, um, she did trans channeling Elohim. At that point, I never heard of Elohim. And now I work with them. And I said, what do the tones do? And they said, we help work out people's Akashic records. So the radio is a good conduit to help people release it. I have a, um, a YouTube channel under Marcy Cossage. I have my book, Theta, under Amazon. So these are all tools of our spiritual journeys. Rich is in my book. I didn't know TJ at that point. But it's like us pulling all of our energies together and supporting each other and verifying each other and helping each other grow because it's pretty intense sometimes. Very true. So are these tones being directed at a given person? Or are they being just directed outwardly to the audience? Or well, we're not talking, what feeling yeah, we're not talking about the phone. So I think it's just directed to everybody, but when I do the tones, it usually does affect. So a lot of times if you feel tingling, which is ascension, You'll feel lightheaded, which is more of our oxygen going into our body. The non-corporation, non-anaerobic is disease. It's the lack of oxygen. When people say, I'm fine, and they suppress more and more, the body breaks down. This stuff is like, it's like you go to a gym and you work out. This is kind of like an emotional weight loss compared to a physical weight loss. So people will feel lighter. They'll feel at peace. Nothing will bother them as much because hormones and harmony go hand in hand. So when we get into what Richard was talking about before, that that stillness, that's when we get vision, that's when we get ideas, and we get more at peace. All right, these are the Acturians. So this time they announce themselves. Half the time, Richard, I don't know who's coming in. And the Acturians are for healing energies. Now, is anybody calling in today, or are we just doing the roundtable today? We're just doing the roundtable. Um, you know, we okay. we okay. did think that someone had called in earlier, but I think they were on Skype, and we couldn't. Either they couldn't hear us, or they just chose not to participate, one of the two. Okay. All right. Richard always tells me my high ones are for my up or for your upper chakras. The lower ones are for the lower chakras. So I'm going to hit some low ones, and then if you feel you might feel release, you might feel pain. These are subconscious inner child, past lives, um, 
Richard, you know more than I do on these. Um, but you'll feel different things releasing. Are you hearing the sound on the phone, Richard? Do what? Are you hearing this? I'm hearing this on the phone. Uh, like the energy's releasing. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it, don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm just asking. Well, hang, hang on a second. Um, uh, let me let me mute myself and all background noises surrounding me and see if that changes anything. I'll be back uh, well, in a second. I think every time I do the, the tone, then some releases. Well, true. But hang on just so so we can verify that it's not any kind of background noise interfering in any way. Uh, okay. I've had me on mute and my house on mute, but the TV, you knock the TV back on, and my dog's ears are freaking out, but she just lies real <laughs> comfortable, and her ears go up and down. But I figure it's good for pets, too, so... Folks, well, just, and I was, no, you know, it was funny because I, I was going to mention that. My dog had cancer like about six months ago. And the tones, if you do the 200 to 300,000 hertzes, it will dissipate the cancer. So my dog is fine now, but I work on her. Animals love my tones. Yeah, she's real comfortable, um, but I've got to give her a haircut. She's a little shih tzu. They're real cute and fluffy, and if you cut their hair back, they can look like little teddy bears. But she's sitting right here in my lap. I've got a little blanket because I'm set. You know, this is I'm 69, but I'll be 70. So I do. The, I like to do the old lady thing because I've you know earned all my white hair. So I'm sitting here <laughs> listening to you, and now uh, the last time it took me a while to get my TV right. To be honest with you, Marcy, because your tones affect the internet. Because uh, see, my show and my phone is connected to media through the lines. And I can't do anything about it. I just know when you're around doing tones, quacko shit, stuff happens. (laughs) TJ, I have a story for you. What? TJ, well, I I was told a long time ago through Elohim that my frequency is so high. Richard, I know this, that that technology can't handle it. I was doing a a radio show and still friends over with... um, with somebody and um, we were doing it and what happened was we were privately um, Skyping each other and uh-huh. um, and I blew out her webcam twice. So wow. the next time the next time I did her radio show she goes, Marcy, we're we're doing it by phone. It's it's rusty, <laughs> it's like living and thriving. She she won't let me do the Skype. Um, but her radio show, and if you guys ever want to Google my living and thriving with Rusty, Rusty, you know, she's a great person, and I did a, a couple radio shows with her, and we're laughing about the webcam, because it is, we, we blow circuits. Well, and, I that when you come around, and, you know, you did miss one or two, but uh, basically, since Richard's been around me in February, it seems like you've been pretty much available on Wednesday, except maybe the last one. I don't 
All I know is my dog sits here comfortable, but every time you do it, her ears don't sit like normal people are perk up and bark right. at the door. It's a in-between messaging to her ears because they make different movements and forward, yeah. back, little, they, the, they sort the, of, yeah. they do, they, they dance your, to your tone. No, they, they do. My dog stares at me. My dog's addicted to my tones. And the binaural <laughs> is, the reason it's binaural is because it's 10 hertz is in between two sounds. Richard and okay. I were Skyping or, or FaceTyping earlier, and you will hear, like, the people I've done radio shows with and helped me with all this, they will hear sometimes three or four, four notes, you know, on it. And each of those ones affects a different person. Like when I was on a random, it was like my headaches disappearing. I'm feeling more relaxed. So the different tones, some tones won't match people. Some of them will. I did on my um, YouTube, one of them I did five minutes of low, medium, and high separate ones because different people will resonate to the different sounds. Do you have a pyramid? Like I've got a crystal pyramid here. And it's, yeah, I, got a, uh, I bought a Shungite pyramid. Have you ever heard of Shungite? Yeah, isn't it black? Yeah, black, but it's in, in it's like my friend Gayatri who draws dragons, when we used to um, talk to each other, uh, she told me a long time ago to get a Shungite. So my son and I each got a Shungite bracelet because I have a rock store across the street from me. I thought it absorbs energy. I thought that it's all colors because black isn't a color. But I thought Shungite was like a healing stone. It is. is. It's got many levels to it. It's in the mountains, I think, of Tibet. And Ah, if you look... Let me look it up, folks. Hold on. Yeah, you're not looking it up. And so I've ended up I was going to buy a pyramid, and then I ended up buying a Shungite. It's on top of my crystals, you know. But, yeah, they're very powerful, and they're good for healing. And I, we were told to get them for people that use computers. So my son was standing, you know, like a few feet away from me. His, his bracelet just broke. Here's time. what it says. Uh, now, there are Russian. Now, believe it or not, uh, I was talking last night on LinkedIn to my – Oh, yeah, there are Russians. My crystal person in my crystal skulls, his name right. is Josh, and I'm buying a new one because I got my uh, stimulus check, and most right. of it took up bills, you know, because I had uh, bills, but I, anyway, that, like people don't need to know my business, duh, but Shungite meets crystal properties. All I'm saying is I was going to get me, uh, I, I mean, I'm being responsible, but I want to get me one gift, and I've really wanted my crystal ball and my crystal skull, right? But anyway, I may get a black one, too. I'll see if he's got it. Shungite is a black stone with properties helping one who requires assistance in cleansing, healing, purification of the mind, body, and soul. First discovered from a deposit in remote Russia, this carbon-filled stone has a lot to rave about. So I don't uh, I, I've always been sold crystals, even in Hawaii. I'd have them from Arkansas. Send me a box of like seventy-five to one hundred and fifty dollars wholesale. But then I had to, you know, it'd be like right out of the mountain, so I'd have real pretty ones, right. like little pieces. But I've never worked with Shungite. But you're the second or third person on my radio show. 
I'm going to get one. See, yeah, I, think that one would, I think that they're really inexpensive. I got my small pyramid for like $12, so it's not like expensive, but they're really powerful. So I think that would yeah. help you a lot, it, you know. And it's also the – we need the opposite of negative and positive. The crystals are positive because they're white. The, the shine guy, you know, and I've done with black obsidian. I'll put the, those together with the crystals. Because you need that balance of male, female, or negative, positive. Well, they use black yep. for Mother Earth as a neutralizer, too, for your spiritual. Yeah. But and it's the also feminine uh, the muladhara. They call it muladhara, which is, uh, right. in English, your your uh, root chakra. So that would be, let me see if I can find it. Uh, core foundation of both physical and spiritual evolution Entrenching ourselves in Mother Earth, core foundation, will associate the root chakra, yep, known as the Muladhara. I said it right, M-U-L-A-D-H-A-R-A, but my Indian friends in Sanskrit, Muladhara. I I can't say it like that. Muladhara. 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 Yeah. All right. You know, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's Indian. It's from Sanskrit. Healing benefits, and while we are, you know, we talk about certain things, but we are as a as a group going to start having our own products on our journal. We're going to have a journal, so we'll, folks, we'll put amethyst and quartz and shungite and obsidian and all those on our website. But I've got to get my wholesalers back so we can give you the best price possible. But that will be monthly. But we're working as fast as we can. We can't just get it all done. But I, I do have my guy sending me my pictures from my personal ones, but I'll try to get the best prices because he's already set up to import over in Washington. So, you know, I hope he'll give me the best price. I think I, with his company, I think I have to pay $5 shipping. But me and me and Marcy and Richard will set all that up on our World Science Seminars. Our, uh, is that what I said? No, World – what what did I say, Richard? World – World Science Webinars. There you go. Webinars. So, webinars, <laughs> not seminars. Webinars. Because naturally everything's gone to the web. You know, that's the easy way to remind remind yourself of it. WorldScienceWebinars.com, we will set up our shop, but which is also American Communications Online. So that's what we're doing today. But uh, my journal lady is, is actually your friend. Uh, you were right. She's been helping me, uh, Marcy. So oh, congratulations. Yeah. On that network person, yeah, Laura. So oh, I know. She went on uh, Slack on Tuesday. Is this? Wait, this is Wednesday. Oh gosh, I missed appointment with her. Ooh, it's so hard because she works. But she says she'll listen to our show. Probably she's listening today, and that might have been her. On no, because she doesn't do Skype. That was must have been my guy in Canada. But also, Marcy, another Ascension Master showed up from Canada. His name is John oh, Fellows. So I want you to remember okay. John Dot Fellows and make him a friend on LinkedIn. Most of my people are professionals, and we don't get on no, Facebook. I like much. Good. Yeah, very good person. All right, I'm going to mute because I can talk y'all's ear off, and I don't know if people even care about. But I'm glad you mentioned Shungate. I remembered it was black, and I it is a stone, folks. And I'll uh, put 
put them in our wholesale package so we can get the best deal. But the more people we have, the, the more I can order and the better deals we'll get on those. But we'll have some from Arkansas and Russia. All right, back to you guys. I'm going to mute now. <laughs> you two handle it. <laughs> All right. You want to hear it, Richard? Is there any <laughs> background noise now? No, I think it's like sometimes when I did my radio show with Sarah Jane, and uh-huh. I would, and you and I have talked about this. There are times there were different sounds coming out, and I'm like, what is what is coming out? It's like it's people's emotions. So I right. would hear different things coming out through the speakers, and it's very powerful. People may be hearing it on their end, as far as. With the tones or the energy, oh, they're back. They want me to hit some more notes. Um, that's what they do. It's like if Richard and I could finish a conversation, we're good. Because I guess today I, things will be a lot calmer now that I'm taking everything I need to take care of so I can be on more now, um, right. except for the Saturday and Sunday because you're not working. Right. But, um this one's for you, Richard, but for everybody else. It's going to be for the throat chakra. So what they do is they open up the energies, and a lot of times um, chakra means circle, and the um, circles or the chakras, I was reading with Chiron, they turn into the portal. So a lot of times the energy is stuck, and a lot of times people will pray but it's like the, the masters don't deal with dense energy. So the higher the energy is, the higher the guides you have. So this helps open it up so that once you hit 115 hertz, either you ask to project it with the tones or they come to you. So it, it's a certain um, frequency, and there have been stones, and there have been um, cathedrals, all around the world that are set up for the 442 hertz, which are meant to heal us. And also grounding, going barefoot, helps us get in rhythm of the earth also. Okay. Oh, yeah. One of the especially, angels. Okay, go ahead. Go on. No, go I ahead. I was just going to say, I was going to say, especially in great cathedrals like, you know, uh, the Notre Dame or, uh, right. you know, St. Louis Cathedral, places of that nature, the choir center where all the, the people go in to sing is all set up in a reverberatory response. In other words, it's like right. it bounces off the walls and projects outwards. And that's probably what's creating the 442 hertz. Because I know that from personal experience, when I traveled to France and I went into the uh, Notre Dame over there, uh, you had such a residing peace that just kind of washed over you. It was, it was very calming and very re- restorative just in the building itself, nonetheless, with anything else going on. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and I was just reading about the bells in churches. Right. And the bells, when they go left and they, they, they hit right, they also resonate in our bodies. So they're all set up for it. So if people listen, there are all kinds of ways to get in tune with that energy or that vibration. The stones, if you pick up a stone and if it's warm in your hand, that's your frequency because stones have frequencies also. So, like, there were, like, ten different Shanghai pyramids 
I felt the one that was the warmest or tingling in my hand. If you hold it with your left hand, it receives it. When you hold crystals and stones in your right hand, it puts the energy out. That's interesting. That's interesting because basically that's when I go over stones, you know, I'll project energy through my right hand. And a stone, of course, that is radiating or alive already or has been kicked into motion, I guess you could say, uh, will feed back energy bounce back energy to me. And then, of course, when I pick it up in my left hand, and it shows me exactly how energetically alive the stone is, per se. And, of course, you know, when they're very alive, I just say, well, that's another keeper, you know. <laughs> you just take it <laughs> home with you. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I, like I, a... I can spend hours in crystal shops. Goodness me. I could, too. I have, like, this big wand that's got a pointed crystal at one end. I got it when I worked as a psychic pair that one day. And I've got right. it at a, um, a ball at the other end. And you you know like something's right for you because your hand won't let go of it. So I, I held on to this one, and the people that were selling the crystals, that um, they said they weren't going to bring it out. And then it's just like the warrior lifted up, and I have my friend Steve that's a shaman, He's like, dog, I was going to get that. <laughs> so yep. you will know things that are meant for you. You know, all right, I got to hit oh, the yeah, tones. Go for it. And then what's going on with my room? It's set up as a triangle or a pyramid, whatever you want to call it. And I'm in the middle of it, and I've got all my crystals set up on my right in front of the mirrors where the energies will bounce off of it. Like I was in the living room one time and, and Richard and I were talking and he goes, he goes, I don't feel you're, you're resonating as strong. So I've set up my room as to be like almost like a little crystal cave. Everything is bouncing off of it. So on many levels, like TJ's dog is <laughs> it, it, feeling the, the vibration. That one was Archangel Raphael. Before I started toning, I would hear the angel singing like this. You feeling something, Richard? I feel you're vibrating. Yeah, uh, I felt an energetic shift right before you did the tone, and now it's even stronger after you finish the tone. And of course, I have a very strong working relationship with Archangel Raphael. So, and Archangel okay. Raphael is 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 the is the keeper of the emerald energy or the emerald well, you could say. And of course, uh, you know. When you immerse someone in green energy, of course, it basically, the energy itself renews someone and helps them to get past any kind of disease, and so that's why he's called the the Archangel of Healing. Uh, Well, you know, now it makes sense, because like Shauna, I don't know, like two, three weeks ago, because you and I and Shauna and Raven and Laura and everybody else, we're growing, and so we're different 
like day to day, minute by minute, second by second. So Shada was seeing that green emerald diamond right next to my heart. And then it just, as we constantly change. Okay. I'm watching you, Richard, and I'm watching your heart chakra, and it's like this. Usually we see doors opening, but this is like a door with a pathway. kind of reminds me of Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, where the doors are opening. Well, you know me, I don't usually see paths. It's like usually we'll see God knows what, but this one is actually like a gold path. So Hmm. the transition and the alignment of the energy is, is opening up for you. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. I'm just a messenger, you know that. Oh, it and seems positive, you know? <laughs> oh, I know. Well, and that's why, you know, and I'm going to, whatever my schedules are or my jobs, I'm going to keep two, two, two to four clear so that I can still do what I'm doing on the radio shows with you guys and walk around to whatever they need to do. All right, I just breathed out. I don't know if TJ has any opinions on Asia stuff. She's still muted? Yeah, she can hear us. She's listening. So if you want her to speak or you want to give her the mic, just give her a couple minutes. In other words, say, TJ, you got anything to say, and she'll respond in a couple minutes. Well, no, they, they want to do some tones on TJ. I want to do some healing on her. Oh, it's okay. I'm I'm here. I'm just what I do is I have to keep the studio muted because I don't know what you're going to bring on my lines because you take my TV on and off. <laughs> well, get ready, so, TJ, because they're going. Well, wait, wait! Gonna, I got to put gonna... everything on mute. Wait, wait, wait! No, I mean we can hear, <laughs> but I'm gonna I gotta cut all my electronics. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to get off my phone. I'm going to lay it down. I'm scared you'll electrocute me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, here I go. No, I mean, I'll see, like, as my meditation, as Richard knows, I will see, like, blue lightning coming out of me, you know, and, and that's what it is. We, we are the elements of air, earth, wind, and fire. And so when I work on people, there will be water, there will be um, frozen oceans, there will be ice, there will be mud. The air will be tornadoes, hurricanes, the fires, the kundalini, which is the last one, and then the earth of the earthquakes. So we do have all these aspects in us. Are you ready, TJ? Yeah. Is she still working on this stuff? Uh, I'm here, baby, but what I'm telling you is, when I have to get through talking and I go on mute, then I have – it takes me a while to get back to you because there's a delayed reaction know, in the studio. And then well, you're you on have... my cell phone. So we're well, going through three levels, the studio, my laptop, uh, and my cell phone. level we're going to go through, TJ. So but I'll be – I'm right here listening. Okay, I'm okay. sitting right here. Okay, let me wait. I'm okay. on mute and mute. Okay. So you've got, like – and Richard and I will get, like, the golden ones, which are really tall beanies, 
the tall white ones are the Amethians. So they don't know who's going to come in, but you've got one of the tall gold beans that they're about a foot behind you, but I'm going to do some tones. And if you've got some heavy energy on your shoulders, this weight you've been carrying. They're going to help dissipate it so that you're you're not carrying this. So, TJ, the pain or some of the pain that you've been having, I'm hearing the screams or the pain. It's releasing out of you, so you do not have to. You got rid of my shoulders, but you left my back. Yeah, my shoulders are fine now. They were every, I was hurting all the way down, but do my back. I need you to do the uh, middle part song. All right, I'm going to get a low tone with that one, okay? There's like a metaphoric rock that's moving. There's a high pierced, painful sound that's coming out of you. Sorry, I never know what I'm going to do now, but it's like a release. Richard, do you want to jump in on anything that you've done with this? It's going to sound really bizarre. (laughs) Like a scene out of the Jetsons with with people, you know, with helmets and, and multicolored like aquamarine suits with jetpacks flying around. TJ's house. Okay. That sounds interesting. Okay, so you got the Armetians, which is also the tall tall white beans that people would see. They're going in and pulling blockages or strings, whatever you want to call it, out of your world chakra. Your energy's been stuck there, and now it's the chakra starting to go clockwise on the energy. Wait, hold on just a second. Richard. Yes. Richard, when you said that, the TV came on, and on CNN, I, I know they want me, I don't know if that Floyd, but I've been watching that Floyd, uh, you know, trial, but when it came on, there was a blue, there were blue, they, they had the world map behind and uh, there was uh, bluer things, you know, depending on what you're visualizing, uh, were on the back of that television. I, I was laughing. There it is again. It's the map. It's got a light blue lavender and blue. Uh, you could say they were jet sets, but what it really is is behind two people talking, and in the background, it's the world spinning. But you could say it was <laughs> blue jet, <laughs> people with blue jetpacks, <laughs> but they're all visualized. It's funny. It's hilarious. It's rolling. Okay. It's the world in the background. I just thought that was funny because it was something here visually for me to see when you were talking. <laughs> 
All right, back to you guys. But, you know, uh, I'm listening. I'm here. Let's see. We got 30 minutes left to do what you want to do. All right, go ahead. But I'm listening to healing myself. My back feels a lot better. But now what's funny is it's uh, – I don't know what you're doing, but my, now my shoulders feel better, my lower back, but there's something in between my shoulders and my lower back. So it's so funny because unless you say it, it almost don't leave. It's almost like you got to – I got to hear it. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm a hear, hearing person. <laughs> well, I thought it was yeah, visual. I'm going to go well, mute. We are. We're either audio, visual, or kinesthetic. I'm all three. So a lot of the times I will see, feel, and hear the sounds coming out, or the guys will give visuals, they will give audio, or you will feel the energies. But you got to remember, if people think that they're instantly healed. <clears throat> but it's layer upon layer upon layer. So it's like an onion. So you'll release one, and then the next surface will come. And when I do the tones, it doesn't have to do with linear. It has to do with vibration. So something might come out of the past life. Something might come out of, of post-traumatic. Or my guys would say, okay, well, we need to work on this. What we just did with you, TJ, is we need to work on her throat, shoulder, and back area. And then a lot of times I will talk. For a few minutes to let the energy settle and then, then the next thing will surface and so that's why you're feeling these different sensations that are going on during the healings that that's happening and they're also working yes no I'm, I'm listening to them they're like saying they're telling TJ that they're proud of her that I guess in the last week she's worked through some stuff. So they're acknowledging certain things that you've worked through. Good. Because I can't seem to get enough done, and I'm not that kind of person. I was, you know, trying to retire. But they called me back into service, and then Richard, I guess, really got me up and moving again. And then uh, – now your stuff, but also that Laura is helping me because she can help me focus, you know, right. as a business owner and a business right. consultant. And so uh, she'll, I've been able, excuse me, to get a couple of videos and a disclaimer on our journal last night. And I, I, I can't believe it. She even was shocked between the time she was on working for the, you know, the government, well, you know what I'm saying. So when she, right. uh, she says, you did that, like, now? And it's, I was like, yeah, I did it for you. She was really impressed. <laughs> so she yeah, a big yeah, I talked I, I talk to her yesterday, and, you know, she said you guys had a really good time talking, and, you know, so it, it's all good. It, it's hard to talk well, to you we didn't that, talk. It was on. Uh, uh, we use Slack inside the company. Most big companies okay. use. Oh, you're not on Slack yet. You haven't had time to incorporate infrastructure yourself on a human 3D form. Richard, get her. Um, Richard's just putting his people together, folks. <laughs> but Marcy was Richard's contact, and we don't do MLMs, but we do honor people. As a family, and then when they bring in, and you know, like your clan, your group, your stuff. But today we're doing sounds and stuff, but I have to do crystals and skulls and pyramids too for the uh, World Pyramid Conference and uh, up in Chicago and with Bosnia. 
So we've gone international because, you know, helping Dr. Sam Ismanagic in uh, Bosnia, and then we help Australia and UK too. So, and y'all don't know all the stuff we do, but it's okay. All right, back to you guys for, but every, uh, uh oh. Was I muted? No. No, where are you? That's weird. That's we weird. Hearing you for the last I was five minutes or so. That's what I mean. When when uh, we worked with Marcy, <coughs> you've been listening to me for the last five minutes? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That's very strange because my – Your you, phones are strange. Uh, yeah, because it showed up. You know why? Because you're strange. Was, They've been uh, around you too long. See, that's what it is. <laughs> they, they picked I up weird, strange habits. I'm glad you reminded me. I should take, uh, you know, the, try to go out and get more bang for the book to get the best phone because so many of our young people and people are wanting to run their whole company from their phone and with push buttons and apps. And see, I'm old school developer, you know, and everybody wants to work on Python and C++, you know what I'm saying? So I got to, I don't know how we're going to do this, but folks, we are going to have um, virtual uh, teaching classes if you're interested and so uh, the few basics just like we I promote on YouTube you know if I do a few little things free like I always have but what it is is we want to be able to have a really good meeting once a year and bring everybody but we're going to have to pay a venue so we're going to have a nonprofit. or that's what we say but we're learning a spiritual center which we've already got set up in a nonprofit number may be easier but that girl Laura that I was just talking about is going to help me figure out how we can all save money the best way. And with Richard and Marcy and me and her and Gigi right now is the main uh, event, so to speak. But I've see I've got a whole bunch of older people that have come to me, want me to help them with their, not only their virtuals, uh, but their uh, in person again, which I'm really shocked. So uh, we're talking about, the pyramid conference in the global pyramid in Chicago again. And uh, it's her third one, Marta Thomas. So Marta, I'm mentioning it on the, on the theosophy ascension age, but she likes me to promote pyramids because her writers are all about, Oh, Marcy, you'll fit in real good. These are all sound people and use pyramids and inside, you know what I mean? You'll fit really good with all these people. And you'll probably so like listening would, to them. Teacher, one of the things that that another person will, that I create up their energy to channel, and yeah. my my Bathsheba lifetime, they said I was to bring in the gold, the gold energy. But also, he had picked up that I had um, built the pyramid that's in, the, or I was into the angles, or something like that. The, the crystal pyramid that now at the bottom of the um, Atlantic Ocean, I guess where Atlantis was. Well, yeah, I've always had all of those. Yeah, we've got them all over depending on who you talk to because it depends on the shard of truth in their past lineage or in their DNA. You know, like dogs know how to turn around or like my dog creeps up right. to the water bowl. People, uh, when they've been past life uh, regressors or they're back in our connections, incarnations they will uh have pieces they may may not know with the veil down because they're given another chance right. but i've been very much uh it's on my youtube i want you to look at some of them marcy because there's good intel on them for you open source intelligence yeah, good, send them to me in my email 
Well, it's psych- well there's too many of them, but it's Psychic Channel Network okay. because Richard's doing the ACO Club for what he's building with me. And we're trying to make it easy, but even my next-door neighbor lives right next door to me and runs our cleaning business. And he just moved over from Fort Walton here, and now he wants to move to Los Angeles and write music, which he writes music here. But it's really hard right now because everybody's everybody's my friends, and I want to help everybody, and everybody is getting in this creative stuff. So we've got to put them – I'm trying to, you know, like bring down to a journal or at least – it's really hard. So uh, that psychic channel, wait, psychic channel network was what Suzanne in California, and then Uncle Jack with Ace Folk Life, and her husband does artwork, and gets like five thousand a piece. He did L.A. during 2020. Uh, they show up and they showed the drumming circle, and he got to paint that. Okay. And he gets five k a picture for the big cities. But all this is all wow. one thing to me. When you take it off planet, you know, we're working universally. So what we're doing is when we bring people here to mix in the DNAs and get the best of the best. But at one time we um, we uh, actually worked for so many uh, million years that what happened is we, we worked out where we got rid of the emotions. They're like a Star Trek, uh, you know, the guy that Spock. But what happened is once we got out there in the other universes, uh, we found some guys. We had it great for a few million years, but you mentioned Atlantis, so that triggered me. But when, you know, that was before, and we had Mu, and, you know, everything was one piece of land, and it separated and all that. And then depending on what cycle, but the Yugas, and it was 25,900, right? But anyway, the whole long story short is we found out that some of us here in the universe, each level, we have to train some. Some we have to train in communication. Some we have to trace as spiritual warriors, even though we don't want to be. And see, they didn't want to be the ones that trained me and my husband and the ones on this planet because they didn't want to you know, hurt people or kill people. They didn't believe in it, just like ascension masters don't believe in it. But the way it was one of the universes was set up, there was a whole bunch of them like Worf. But they believed, and that's why that guy that did all those, right, he was tapped into the truth, the Ennead Nine, which right. I work with. Yeah, they were, they, and so that's the Wharf Group. They, they do it with honor, you know, but they're, what are those called? Anyway, I'm, I'm going to get way off track. But anyway, those things are real out there, and so uh, you're that's probably real. working. Yeah, but see, the, you're in communication because of your sound and vibrations, right? But we have to be able – here's the key. It doesn't matter what's out there if the people here are blending their various DNAs, you right. know, like the dogs turn – but we're upping them, and we're opening up a lot of their other DNA that we used to call junk DNA, right? Not in our group, right. but in, in a lot of John Q. Public, they kept dumbed down, and they, they didn't want people to know a lot of the uh, chakra balancing and how the fluid right. goes up through your spinal cord up into your – uh, brain and how the Christed fluid is around the the third eye and all that. Anyway, folks, we're going to teach all. <laughs> you can't. I didn't learn all this instantly. I had to have a lot of lifetimes and work with a lot of people off planet to learn what I know. But I'm just saying it. Well, I'll tell you. It takes a lot. So you know that's okay. why I'm going to do it the best I can. But this is going to be for. Ascension Master Roundtable. So we're going to work mostly on Theosophy, and I got some more, uh, you know, uh, fellow Ascension Masters that write books like I do on Ascension. But I welcome any of my Ascension authors out there, and 
uh, Marcy and, and Richard, you know, we can still have a Saturday Paranormal for all those. I used to book five years in advance all those events, and then we did them in Knoxville, Tennessee. You know, CMA, IBMA, I did the Bluegrass events, and then we I did the uh, Paranormal events between Knoxville and uh, what's the lady? Oh, you know, she did, they just had her on CMA, uh, Coat of Many Colors. Oh, what's her name? That, Dolly Parton. Dolly does her stuff in Dollywood, right? But over in there, we had a beautiful castle-looking uh, event venue. You know, so we, the hospitality, and then you block off the rooms for your different groups. But we're not as big as Star Trek yet, members, or Comic-Con. But Richard's going to build, uh, you know, a, a new group. But uh, Marcy, I'm really getting that you need to help us with the ACE Metaphysical Institute Sound Vibration and the Pyramid Conference too. So we'll talk later well, about that. Like I said, well, TJ, is everything has calmed down now. I got my car back. I am starting a new job. They do want me to work with a client, but I'm going to. I could at least for this, I could set out my own hours on what's going on. So um, I work. Like with the one client on Mondays and Tuesdays, which we don't, we're not on Mondays and Tuesdays. So it's all good. The main ones, are, it's like the 3.30 to 9.30 on weekend. So it's good. I've got all this extra time I've got to kill now. All right. Well, what we'll do is on these Wednesdays is we'll book this roundtable for different things that we can help different groups with. I sent Richard the books, like with Dr. Rick Allen Miller. That's not all of them. Those are just certain topics. And then I'm putting them on YouTube. Right. but. The quickest way you can tell people is to just see the topics in the YouTubes if they want to be involved, and then go sign up on Patreon.com because I talked to some big powers that be that helped me, but they said, yeah, just as if they're individuals, just send them because we work at, uh, you know, individual, and then we work with uh, business to business, and then we work domestic in this North American continent, which uh, for a long time they'd only let me work while my husband was alive because they couldn't protect us out of country, only domestic. Wow. But because I've been working with that Samus Monagic and Marta Thomas at the Bosnian and then in India, I have joined India and Bosnia and Australia. So we're going international now. But it's a big jump, but it's yeah. really not. But it's just in cyberspace culture, folks. But I had a friend of mine that uh, promoted a car watch, right? So it's sort of like looking at Survivor, but we're just groups that have events that promote ancient wisdom and new thought teachings or ancient culture or world information network. And we have the big one in Ohio and Nashville, too. And uh, anyway, it's, it's different names, but it, unless you've been doing events, you don't know the different you know, names. But there's all kinds out there. So, Marcy, you'll just, if you want to get involved, just let Richard know. But um you know, Wednesdays is fine for you too, and I'll, it'd be great if I could just produce it and plug in what groups we're working in, and we can cover the topics. I do want that guy to come if we can get him from Canada, that one uh, John Fellows. So look him up uh, on LinkedIn, John F E L L O W S at Gmail dot com. Marcy, if you all have right, a list, all right. let's get back to the point here. Don't be okay, let me get off. People's personal information, okay? Uh, he's been reached out to already. All right, he knows it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but Richard. 
Well, she what? was sharing a, a great deal of, of very positive information, you know, because naturally pyramids have been part of, of Atlantis and, of course, more recently Egypt. And then, of course, you know, there's all kinds of different uh, crystals that have been formed formed into them. Uh, just, you know, and then, of course, there was the Golden Pyramid, which was a healing chamber back in Atlantis. And there was, you know, pyramids have been around for a very, very long time. Oh, yeah. And yes, it, it, it would be nice to connect with some pyramid people. I haven't connected with any pyramid people probably since the 80s, if then. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's all coming together, but there's lots. It's like we're putting together a mega, mega puzzle, and, you know, there's all kinds of right. different pieces that fit into different locations and, and different parameters and different affiliates and associates and all this kind of good stuff, and some of them have turned into mega groups and others have kind of spun down to just, you know, a small frequency and then others, you know, continue rising and continue rising and continue rising. But yes, I mean, uh, ascension, of course, is the topic and, of course, tones help in that uh, synthesis in regards to releasing old energy, blocked energy, uh, onion onion peels or... or Onion skin that is that is no longer that's become clogging of the chakras and everything else, and gotten in the way. And like you said, as you like to polarize it, you know, it, it's just it's carbon-based energy, and it just needs to go because uh, you know we're far beyond uh, just purely being carbon-based beings anymore. We're so much farther along than that, and so you know you just release the carbon energy and replace it with. Uh, a higher syntax, vibration, and frequency, and then in turn, uh, that in turn, of course, like you said, works on the emotional, and then, of course, the emotional in turn releases, and then it works on the mental, and then eventually it works on the spiritual. And then, of course, when you get into a harmony or harmonic self, basically that's when all of your chakras in are alignment, and, yes, they actually project their energy outward, uh, probably about 10 or 20 feet, and they actually create a portal similar to that which was uh, kind of hyphenated on uh, that show you'd been re- you had been watching recently. Um, Nina? <laughs> no, the the other one, um, Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. Yeah. Yes, I went because that, that was case. that was a focus of portals. Is all that was. I mean, right. they would put it in a mathematical equation, and basically the equation would hone in and bring to focus uh, a very pinpoint focus of a, a large amount of energy in a very small circle of energy, and, and then in turn it created a portal, and that's the portal through which he would slip through time. And right. that's that's basically the way in which time travelers actually work, in this dimension anyway. Now, I mean, you know, when you go outside of this dimension, then of course you can uh, go anywhere, anytime, any, anyhow, because, you know, time... Time becomes circular instead of uh, just in a line like it is here. Well, and our past and our present and our future are all working simultaneously. So as we work out our past, we're actually working on our future, or we could ask our future selves to come to us and go in alignment and ask. Mine, mine has come in a couple of times right when I was going through all that, that stuff, and then now I'm back to being realigned. My energy is making sounds. My crystals are making sounds. And everything is is being in tune, and it's, everything is like an orchestra. 
when one part of our body is out of tune, that's a disease. So I will I'm going to like tell you lower... this. Uh, the uh, world, Mother Planet Earth, has her big crystals. I used to could visualize, and before I, we had the Internet, and I would see them, but nobody could prove it to me. They'd say, how do you know? I was yeah. like, well, I can see them. But I don't know how I did that. So I would just tell people, I guess because I'm a life, for, or a life after life or a woman that's died and come back and died and come back and right. now in 2015. So I don't know how I saw things before uh, other people did and could prove it, but those are huge. Some of them down in Mexico, they got it inside the caverns. But they have been keeping all those crystals for all these, you know, as long as Earth's been here. She's been recording everything on those crystals on, inside her core. And that's honest truth. That's why these, you know, we have them in our watches and all those things. But yeah. he mentioned time travel. Now, we have uh, a group of time travelers in Aracop. And then uh, Friday, uh, Richard, if you'd like to help interview Ken coming on with his book, Ken's Moon. I've got it here, folks. But he's one of our ACO directors, uh, the big one for the ACO International as a five-star commander. For You know, I'm Cosmos Ambassador, and then he has a badge at the highest level. But Richard, now, on one of his beings, he's a walk-in. So I'm sure Richard... Uh, now he may he's a little older folks so Marcy you could come Friday if you're here but I can't put very many people on because he's hard of hearing and he also has a lot to say so I was going to just let Richard sort of interview him Friday the same time okay. folks just telling you but I mean, Richard works you know yeah because you get to know yeah, he's a you know he's a big shot in the you know he helped Grumman and he used to train people like on the equipment. All right, again, not too much personal information. All right. Oh, are you we'll get to it when we right? see him Friday. Do what? Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna mute. Y'all close it out. Y'all got I think ten minutes. I can't see. I don't have my glasses on. Anyway, watch the clock. Okay. Bye. Yeah, this is bye. So if anybody yes. wants to get a hold of me, we go on my LinkedIn under Marcy Cossage or under my Facebook. I have two of them, Marcy Ann McLean and Marcy Cossage is one of my groups. My book is my book is Theta with the acronym of T for um for Tarot E Energy T Tones and A Ascension. And it's on Amazon if you guys want to look at my book and Richard's in my spiritual journey. And it's like if you want to get a hold of me at Gmail, MarcyCostage2 at gmail.com. And if you want to hit it, Richard, go right ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like yourself, you can find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I think I'm Richard T. Knight over there. Um, I'm also Richard Knight, which has got the uh, symbology of the Archangel Mikael holding a blazing sword pointed down to the earth in front of him on my profile. But I also have a regular 3D form uh, picture of myself within my profile self so that, you know, old friends and family can find me there. And in addition, you can reach out to me either through, I, I have two different Gmail accounts. One is, uh, let's see here, 
Uh, well, anyway, the easy one is RT, my initials, Richard Thomas, RT, and then my last name, Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, 35 at gmail.com. And then you can also find me at uh, Tranquility, no, let's see, Spirituality and Tranquility, and it's all spelled out lowercase letters, and that's also at gmail.com. So you can see why I gave you the easy one first. Um, I am in the process of producing books, um, and of course we are here on the radio, uh, at least for the moment, uh, Wednesdays, uh, most likely Thursdays, Fridays, possibly Saturdays, and definitely Sundays. So at the very least, Wednesdays and Sundays, and at the max, probably five days a week or five nights a week. Um, and it would be two to four central time, five to seven eastern time, and no, wait a minute. Have I got it right? No. Two to four Pacific time, four to six central time, and five to seven eastern. There we go. Now I've got the time zones correct. And, of course, we are the ACO Association, uh, the ACO Club. Uh, we have a lot of acronyms for ACO, uh, Allied Command, uh, American Communications Online, um, and we have a very large umbrella of a lot of different groups and a lot of different interests. And uh, if you want to become a member, uh, we are restructuring and re-going over as to what benefits are acquired at each membership level. Um, you can join for uh, $2 a month on Patreon.com. Um, and then in turn, you know, decide what what uh, kind of a volunteer you wish to be. If you happen to be an author, you're welcome to join our Ace Folk Life, Folk Life Club. Um, if you happen to be into journalism, you can get into ACIR, which is uh, uh, America. Let's see. Uh, TJ's got them all memorized a whole lot better than I do. But anyway, we have a whole bunch of acronyms, and they're all related and all un- fall under the umbrella of the American uh Communications Online Umbrella, which is ACO.com or ACOassociates.com. TJ, you want to come in and, and speak uh, speak in another minute or two? Uh, yeah, I, no, I thought you did a pretty good job. You've never helped put some of our associations together. Pretty good job considering, you know, you're just honorary and starting and trying to learn. But, yeah, people, you can see his picture on two or three, uh, if I get your permission, I can put you on our YouTubes for what you do. Oh, yeah, but that's what we do. We make visibility uh, for people. And uh, But right now, I've got so much on my plate internationally and trying to do that in-person global pyramid thing. And uh, what else are we doing? Oh, we're doing some virtual. And then I'm having to set up that world science. Plus, see, I'm having to go back to all these seminars with Google and Microsoft myself to update myself. But any of you are invited, but Richard's learning how to go in and help me at the big level with uh, Laura. But now if you, you know, all you have to do anybody is let Richard know because uh, we have to coordinate all this before we get you in the classes. So some of you people, if you want to be a team leader, we're setting up the teams now. But right now I've got to work on the journal. So if any of you are writers on Ascension or if you want to see one of your companies or your personal psychic or whatever you do, let Richard and Marcy know too because uh, we're all going to – we just need some leaders in the various levels and teams by colors and universally. But Ascension Masters are telling us what to do. 
Um, and the ascended masters, of course, tell the ascension masters what to do. And then I've recently learned that God tells the angels what to do, too. So <laughs> I found that out firsthand. Always. But I, <laughs> Richard found out. I got up at 7 the other morning. He says, do you want to mention that on the radio So since he gave me back some no, I think we'll I think we'll keep that personal for right Sunday? now until we determine yeah. if we want to go public with it or not. I think that should be Sunday, you know, because that yeah, was that the first should be Sunday. Yes, because yeah, I hadn't exactly. even got to look at it. What it is, folks, is I'm a Chandler, but I didn't know I hadn't done it in 30, 40 years. But all of a sudden, I can do automatic writing again, so that's good, right? Because that's how I used to do a lot of books. Do you do uh, uh, automatic writing, uh, Marcy? You know what it is. Yeah, I right? do automatic writing. I do automatic okay. drawing. I, I well, do so a lot that, of yeah. Go ahead. Sacred geometry. Well. One of the first things is automatic writing is when I was like 17, there was a ghost in the house, and the ghost didn't say that they liked the, the person who lived in the house before. I was like 17, and the ghost was named Abita. And then my grandfather came to me and told me I was meant to be a psychic. My father's side is like Yugoslavian, so I don't know, with all that culture stuff. Um, so I've been doing automatic drawings and automatic writings for years. Okay, well, folks, I do ACO event managers, and what happened is I on Sunday, I, I hadn't been out of the house for like two years, but I went out and saw all the cars everywhere because uh, I don't usually go to the store, but we still have to wear masks here in Gulf Breeze, Florida, but some of them didn't. But when you go in, maybe, I don't even know, but uh, I know some of them you have to have a mask to go in, like Winn-Dixie, the grocery store. So, uh, But just to let you know, all of a sudden, it was like the world was back open on Easter. So there were cars everywhere. So I told Richard, what happened? It, 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 what I got in the channeling was Yeshua, it's a lot of rebirth. That's what the Easter is all about. And so yeah, renewal. That. So what's happened is several people from the old days are all wanting to start their companies. Or they're all entrepreneurs or they're uh, – uh, most of them are in my spiritual center. So it's free social media and social groups on Facebook or LinkedIn. And now they're all contacting me to help them gear up their, you know, seminars and events. So we have ACO event managers for all of those, but we'll get you involved. ACO event managers, Marcy, if you have any friends like Laura. All right, Richard, back to you. And uh, then we'll be off in about 40 seconds and we can meet y'all Sunday. Richard, four to six here, okay, five to seven. No, eight, we're six. coming Friday, remember? We're meeting back Friday, unless you want to do psychic readings tomorrow night, which tomorrow's mm -hmm. Thursday. That's up to you. Oh, uh, let's skip. That's too much because i got a lot of paperwork to get these. Uh, i got to get that journal going, and i got two meetings tomorrow. Well, share some with me, and I can help you. That's all I can say, you know? Well, I can't I want help you to run if the I'm board. not informed. If you'll learn to well, run yeah, the I want board. To do that. Yeah, I want to do that, too. But anyway, this is all side all right. talk. Side talk. All right, uh, Friday. All right, that's right. Friday is UFO Association Allied Command Organization, so we'll do that. So uh, Allied Command, uh, five to seven, and it's Richard Knight and uh, Ken, Ralph Kennedy Johnston with me, and I will introduce Ken, and uh, we'll do the best we can with a little roundtable with Ken's, and then, but uh, Ken is going to get to know Richard and Richard Ken. And uh, then Marcy will have gradually all the people in the groups. But Marcy, if you want to represent a group, Richard, you and her talk about that before Friday, what team 
she's going to lead in uh, after y'all listen to today's show. Everybody, this is going to be on Blog Talk Radio. It'll be on YouTube. You can listen to it. You can listen to it uh, on Spotify, anywhere podcasts pretty much. So thank you, Marcy and Richard, for doing a great show today. I really appreciate it. Glad I got to come on. It's good information for people. That's why we're doing it, folks. It's educational entertainment. (laughs) People go, I don't know how educational it is. (laughs) But a lot of people don't know what we're doing. If you miss us while we're live, by all means, reach out to TJ Morris, TJ, M-O-R-R-I-S, E-T, as an extraterrestrial, radio.com. And you'll find all of our archived shows from previous uh, events or previous Situations, topics, discussions, all that good stuff. Um, it's all there for you. And like uh, Teresa was explaining, you know, that there, she's got hundreds of YouTubes, and I don't even know how many books all over Amazon. <laughs> but anyway, on the Ascension and the, yeah, I, exactly. So they ain't no telling. But anyway, <laughs> she's got her own library. I'll put it that way um, yeah, really. for you to peruse. <laughs> and the same, the same has also now come up, come up in, in in YouTube as well. She's probably got her own YouTube. Well, not only should she should she have her YouTube channel, but if she don't, she's at least put enough out there that that it would equate to a YouTube channel of some probably. Oh, I've but got anyway. yeah, twenty or twenty to a hundred YouTube channels. So oh, well, y'all my just, goodness. Yeah, there's, I'm sure if I go count them all, that's at least 100. But y'all go look at it because, see, once you get a, a Gmail account or Yahoo or whatever, you just go on YouTube. But Gmail and then on the top right, you can start your own YouTube channel. So I encourage everybody to get out there and put stuff on your YouTube. Now, Facebook is really big, but most of my people in Patreon and YouTube ask them to flip over off of Facebook and come into the YouTube studio, just like I did Marcy wanting her to come into Blog Talk studio, because then I can see you and control the board better. And we're going to teach right. Richard to do that pretty soon. All right. So yep. love and light, everybody. So Friday, yeah. Yes, love, love and light. Friday is uh, UFO Association and Alien Contact Org. Thank you, Richard and Marcy. See you all Friday, all right? Thank all you. All right. Sounds great. Thank you. Love Thank and light. You. Awesome.